Okay, my name is Bill Mallory, faculty member in the English department at Wesleyan. I'm beginning my evening commute. I leave the English Annex building many years ago, known as the Music Box. A lot of practice rooms in there, and a lot of English offices and classrooms. So I want to jabber about today as I walk home, just a little bit about campus stuff, people, places, addresses on the way home, walking across around in front of the administration building. In front of me I see Dr. Joe Wiest, about half the walkway ahead, his late afternoon commute up to Victoria Hill, in front of the administration building doors, campus horseshoe in front, looking down at the Performing Arts Center. Off to the left, Agnes Howard Hall, a diagonal walkway from the administration down to the corner, front corner, entrance posts, but on one of them, I think the marking of class of 1911 or so. Wonderful trees as we come down across the way. Looks like Dr. Weiss is going over to his car where his wife is parked in the parking lot in the development area. So he'll get a ride home this evening. So look across the way at the development complex, a little brick building there. At one point, 30 years ago or so, was the art department. Nice office now for Bob Skinner, head of development, vice president for development on the second floor, was office for Michael Thiedemann, chair of the art department. A potter by trade, uh, therefore right beside to the left of that house was a little white trailer. His potter's studio out back, he built a kiln where he fired pots for his students. Now we're down in front of the, yeah, it's the Atkinson class, normal class of 1913. One of the pillars in the front corner of campus, pre-designed, decorated in the Hayden years, and probably earlier by the Rockefeller years. We also see across the front campus the brand new admissions facility. Wonderful gift from the Nordstrom family, whose wife went to Wesleyan here from Seattle. They are located now. As I walk down College Avenue, heading towards the corner stoplight, I see the first block, first building, number 53. In the 70s, was occupied by a faculty member for a few years in art. A terrible time trying to rent the place because the owner could make lots more money occupying students in there. Second dwelling, number 51, two-story gray house, was also an art gallery at one point. Number 49 was probably torn down across the way. Number 46, when I arrived here many, many years ago, 70s, faculty member in English was retiring. He lived there and had been a minister beforehand. Number 47, 47 and a half. For student dwellings for quite a while. Across the way, white house there, owned by Dr. Bob Brain, physical education, who rented it out. Two-story house at one point, at one time. He took the second story down, sliced it off, so all you have now is a one-story house with a very elaborate roof on it. Then we come down to the corner, a little marketplace. Seems to always change hands. It's called Del Rey Me now talking all kinds of things. Corner of college and Florida. A little bit busy and 
rush hour. Not the busiest of my commute, but we head towards number 37, corner of Florida, and college. South American gentleman rented there for a while, years and years ago, taught political science. And then we come to number 33 or so, Margaret Miles, for many, many years, was worked in the library, as a secretary in the library, to the librarian, or assistant to the librarian at the Westin Library. As you move closer down here, get into the schools up near the stoplight where we join Kanawha. Come to the number 27 here, white two-story house, occupied now by Deanna Milburn, her husband. Deanna taught music in the school system for many years. Her husband, director of the bands at Wesleyan, chair of the department there for many years as well. Jazz was his interest. Across the street, here we are at number 30, College Avenue. John Warner, Dr. John Warner in sociology. Car in the driveway has a license plate 29, 27. Flip it around, he came in 72 and got that license plate in 92 after 20 years at Wesleyan. Uh, dear professor, and we just turned from College Avenue onto Smithfield. And I need to keep moving because I'm not getting very far very fast. So, passing the Academy, Buchanan Academy Elementary School. We probably parceled out into years ago into the intermediate school at this end, and then the section up on the corner was the Academy Elementary. Combined them all and got funding to put it all together. Both of my own children went there. Both daughters had fine experience there and went to school system, public school system. Here on the right-hand side is we have the Smithfield and Victoria. We have the Berkshire County Board of Education office. In this beautiful, nice, sunny, late afternoon, next block is Smithfield. Right-hand side would be Godwin Senior Residence. Jeff Godwin one time taught here in business. They moved on to St. Vincent. His mother still is there. His father was a renowned minister in Buchanan and around the area. We head on up past the playground here on the left. We're going on Victoria up towards Kanawha, the main Route 20, north-south track here. Got the playground area behind the school. It's interesting, every few years, the new administrators change how they have the cars drive up in the morning, busiest time of day, dropping kids off at the elementary school here. Go in one way, go out the other. Kind of amazed to try to sort through. We have at the corner of... Midterm. Midterm, you're for sure, yeah. <laughs> Amen. That was Mike Sharpaliski, a Wesleyan graduate, taught senior English. Sharpo, he was called for many years. Corner, one block up from Smithfield on Victoria. Wonderful stone house he has, two-story stone house he has there. Loves to travel, especially Japanese interests. And I get to the alley that connects Victoria and Hart. Coming upon that, cutting behind the house on the corner is now Hearing Aid Center. Next to it is a nice stone two-dwelling house, driveway in the back, going down to the garage on the bottom floor. Professor Bobby Loftus, many years ago, dear professor of music, and his wife, also named Bobby, who was chair of the music department, excellent pianist from WVU. Next to his house is a former residence of professor many years ago, Bob Craig, in the business department. All things taught typing, business communication back then. One time he had to request gloves for his student because the classroom was so cold. Also, a note, Bob Craig, as I walk across the parking lot of Chapel Hill, 
and our great pumpkin sale out in front of the church lot here that uh, Bob Craig is related to way back somewhere along the line related to the American author John Updike. Now up on the busy avenue here pumpkins galore, Halloween pumpkins across the street from Chapel Hill United Methodist Church church with the very elaborate flying wing ceiling it looks like and almost got lucky to get across the street most difficult part of the commute is being able to get across Route 20, especially in the mornings and also in the evening. Somehow I don't hit it right midday. Back in the shade here and almost looks like we got a chance. Yep, got a maid. Across Route 20, the rest of it's a piece of cake getting home. Okay, we have Park Street and Kanawha. Right on the corner there, Chi Phi Fraternity House. Nobody there at the moment. They have a banner up there looking for excellence in the spring. So I think they're probably on probation for the term. On the other side used to be Judge Cadle's house. And he left his judgeship. He placed his purchase by a gentleman who works at the hospital. Doctor, surgeon, something. Then we come down to a house or two. Probably rental property. And we're going down Park Street, descending down towards the city park. At the bottom of the street. And then there's a driveway up the other end. Gets up to the Masonic Lodge. Vacant lots here. Looks like trash was picked up. It's supposed to be this morning, mostly anyway. We have Chestnut Street here connecting Park Street up to Victoria. The avenue off of that has some nice homes on it. Some more Wesleyan folks. And we get down to approaching the bottom of Park Street here another minute or two. We have a nice two-story house. Well, here on uh, number nine, or not sure what the number is here. Nice little yellow house occupied. Yeah, number eleven. Milligan now used, used to be by religion professor Professor Thad Gerdak for many years. He had a sudden heart attack at age 40. Bottom of Park Street. You'll see on the left-hand side. We have 16, I guess it is. Doctor in town, Dr. Huffman, for many years lived there until he passed away and his butts up against the on the the left side there, a nice city park with basketball, hoops, several picnic pavilions, kind of pagoda style up there, and some nice trees in the background. Much thinned out now than it was because it's had a storm back through here a while back and it kind of took care of a lot of the trees up that way. Now we turned on to Gum Street, which connects Park Street and Bogus Street, two or three blocks away, corner house. Here's a, one that started out as a little T-shaped thing on the corner, and now they extended back and back and back. And added a one-story, well, it was one-story, a little big wing or two. Added a pool, and two or three stall garage here. And then the folks on the other side of the street, idea, added a garage to their house, too. We get to, that would have been number seven and eight. Number 14 on the right. On Gum Street, it's Pam Martin's house. Taught Wesleyan graduate, taught for many years in physical education, supervised running of a track program. Both our both our daughters got involved there. Further down the uh, down Gum Street, about the middle little White House down the middle, I'm not sure which number it would be, 18, maybe 20 or 16, one-story house. It goes way back to the 1950s. The assistant to President Stanley Martin 
Richard Cunningham was his name. Personality-wise, worked out right for President Stanley Morton. He was the assistant to the president for quite a few years there. We're now on Kepner Street, first off of Gum Street, and I'm just half a block or a block and a half from home. Never figured up I could fill up a tape quite so quickly. Slow down to get half the stuff in, and I left a good bit of it off. And number three, when we moved to this neighborhood, number, we had number three, a little ranch-style house. Lived in for about 10 years, packed up, and put all of six houses down to number nine. Number six on the right-hand side is chair of the education department many years ago, John Burgess, until he retired and moved off to Indiana, probably where more of his kids and family were. We're just passing Swisher Street, which intersects Kepner Street. The first house on the right, the brick one-story house with green, a name that, well, I'm not sure I can remember ever again, but Bob Galvin was institutional research director in the early 1970s, number eight. It was his house at the time. Of course, he's long gone. And then over there would be number 10 then, would be at one point when we came to town, 10 was the Tracewell family. Tracewell was a quarterback in high school, Parkersburg Big Reds. His wife was in the married, and they both ended up working at Wesleyan. She was a cheerleader, and when we say that's number 10, they of course eventually sold it and went elsewhere, other things. 12, that would be number 14, would have been at one point owned by Marjorie Tressler, professor of French. And then number, let's see, yeah, here we are. Iden Lane, just across Iden Lane was Hank Ellis, recently deceased, longtime coach of baseball and other sports, and very well respected member of the Wesleyan community. Let me come back up to the front door here of number nine, and there's our little flag out front. Welcome to the area for Halloween, going up the front steps. Call this a halt for the evening and maybe pick back up in the morning. We'll see. Hey, good morning. It's Bill Mallory again. I'm on my morning commute. I've just shut the door and I'm ready to head down the driveway to wander over to Wesleyan. This is my not quite like it was yesterday evening. Beautiful blue sky day. Here we have a nice cloudy day. I gambled on whether I'll make it without an umbrella this morning. We'll see. Did some reflecting yesterday on people and places from years and years and years and years past. Seems to be kind of more free-floating today as I wander down Kepner Street towards Gum Street, crossing the intersection of Swisher. Try to be a little speedier today. Somehow talking and walking kind of slow one down a little. And I do need to get to work. Got some stories to read, classes to take care of, faculty meeting to go to, another class, and then collapse in the afternoon. Now passing three Kepner, where we lived for 11 years. First house we bought, number three, ridiculous price. At that time, high price, $26,000. Of course, that was 1974. House in the corner, looked like she's been, she or somebody's been pruning her trees. All kinds of tree branches on the curb to be picked up by the city at some point. Probably in a Friday trash day or something like that. There's one of our neighbors over on Myrna Street, walking his dog back home. It's now Gum Street front of the mayor's house, or former mayor's house, Jim Knorr, wife Judy, crossing the yard of the month, number 13, on the 13th day of October. Nice gray overcast sky today, not uplifting, cheery, and thrilling. 
but has kept the evening warmer, which didn't object to. Walking down Gum Street towards Park Street, looking at the city park, lots of tall trees in the background there around the park. When we lived at Three Kepner, we left, looked right across the way to that wonderful landscape of the trees in the park. Between us and the park was Professor Dean Rulo, many, many years in business. I had this ridiculous call one morning about 6 a.m. from Dean Rulo, telling me to look out my back door. In the backyard between his house and mine, you could see the pointed out half a dozen or a dozen deer at that point. That was years ago, and now it's getting more and more common. Almost every night I can spot three or four deer coming or going. Well, we've turned up to Hart Park Street. It's an uphill climb to get up to the main drag canal. More Route 20. This hour of the day, a little bit before 8, it's still reasonably busy. And of course, don't know whether I'll win my bet today or not, but a few raindrops here and there. Going uphill, here we are. Chestnuts, probably the most physically demanding part of the little commute is the uphill trek to get up Park Street, get some blood flowing. By the time I'm up, I either know I'm dead or alive. So far, I've been alive most of those trips. All of those trips. Walking right up to Kanawha, and lots of traffic. It's a quarter of eight in the morning. Looking across at Chapel Hill United Methodist Church. And being Halloween, they've got a uh, pumpkins for sale. Now we're walking down beside the traffic here and make it across the street to walk in front of the pumpkin patch here. It's like they're selling them bit by bit by bit. This is October 13th, got another 17 days or so. Okay, we're getting away from the traffic a little bit as we, there's a parking lot for Chapel Hill. Makes it interesting to get a shortcut for me to Get down to the back alley, down to Victoria, but in the winter is a decision. Shortcut for most of the year, but add three to six inches of snow, and it's uh, where I can find streets plowed that uh, parking lot generally isn't. So if I don't have decent boots on, that's not the place to go. Or I'll forget it, be halfway down, and I'll realize, oops, this is snow and ice, which makes it a little dicey. But we're still autumn, so. And we'll see what owner brings this year. Behind the Loftus residence again. Beautiful two-story permastone house. Nice new tinted windows in it. Absolutely beautiful place. Or was for the many years that Dr. Loftus and his wife raised their family there. And we've turned on to Victoria. I just got to get across Victoria here. These cars keep coming, bringing their youngins to the elementary school. So while I'm walking past the playground for the Academy, or Buckhannon Academy Elementary, you'll see this <clears throat> bumper-to-bumper traffic going up to the drop-off spot behind the school. So go in one parking lot, come out the other. Cars going past me now are just lining up to drop their kiddos off. So now we get to Victoria and Smithfield. Move up Smithfield towards College Avenue. Mentioned Board of Education. Space is on Victoria, probably, but back end of it here is Smithfield. And we're almost up to the entranceway here where the cars are going into a little bit of a traffic jam. About 10 cars or so lined up. Yesterday they were lined up all the way out in the street. Right now they're all on the church property. Several of them in what would have been the cafeteria. Crossover. Well, there's 
nobody coming this time. Down Smithfield, almost to the front of the elementary school. I suppose one time the two-story structure might have been, it may say on the front, it might have been the junior high or even the high school building. The facade has long changed, I think, by now. I don't know, the front's still the same. Each end has gotten changed tremendously. And now we're winding our way onto College Avenue. Behind us, we hear a school bus getting ready to take students there to front entrance. The buses drop off and the back entrance, the parents come. So on this side, Judy Warner, Dr. Warner's wife, daughter of many, many years, 1972 to probably 30 plus years before he retired. Sociology professor, probably left of everybody except Trotsky or something like that. He also had in the previous block, I didn't pass that one, would have been on College Avenue, would have been Ravi Nair, longtime professor of economics at Wesleyan from India, a gentleman who was very proud of his acquired knowledge of English. Would always stop to me to talk about some aspect of English, grammar or whatever. Finally retired himself and, and taught part-time for a number of years and finally returned to India for his last days, I think. Now we're getting up to another intersection, the intersection of Florida and college. Often proves to be difficult, like today it won't be. Just about slip diagonally across in front of the Do Re Mi store, not get run down, at least today. Here we are, the last block. So, almost to campus. Rain didn't get me yet. So, good shape. And I got it made from here on. It's mostly tree covered. Back and pass across the street, Bob Brain's rental unit. Okay, moving rapidly up on the corner of College and Mead. Guess it's almost eight, so it must be more cars than normal here. It must be still be fairly early. Development lot. Advancement people are not there fully yet. Crossing Mead Street, into the front entrance, formal columned entrance of Wesleyan. Logo on the corner in the class of 1913. Marker in one of the monuments there, one of the columns. One of my favorite parts of the walk every morning is this diagonal walk up to the administration building. Doesn't work out today, but most days a tree-lined walkway is just like a cathedral. Sometimes with the sun coming from the, say, the keep pulling at the south, at the east end of campus, southeast maybe, and you have the, the mist rising through here. It certainly makes it a very ethereal, spiritual experience to walk up here into the cathedral-esque, gothic-esque trees as they lean into each other, especially with the sun out, mist rising, it's, or the fog. It's just really an incredible, incredible sight. And there's Shauna Jones in the ad building. Take up her stuff for the morning. Looks like Dean Creaseman's here. His car's in the lot. And doesn't look like the president's here yet. Past Thomas H. Albinson School of Business. Tom was a student of mine and what Comp 1 and Comp 2 gazillion years ago. He just passed away recently. Young, unfortunate. And around the ad building, here we go. Administration heading. Morning, Robert. Let's see what's the clock say. Five of eight, so I haven't. Haven't slowed down too much this morning. Get to my office, unpack the computer, check email, grab my Korean stories to review, and then spend a little time getting ready for freshman seminar at 9.30. So, briefcase in hand, crossing the threshold. There's a the creaky door. Gets us into the English annex. Oh, boiling hot on the inside. All fall long, things have been 
decent. We'll appreciate the eat later, but after a warm-up walk, it's not not something affecting right now. Here we are, second floor, head towards third floor, English department offices. All dark up here, come on the right. Let people pretend to know they're we're in business. Down to the end of the hall, pass the copier with new supply of copy paper. Unfortunately, it's all right outside my office. There's the key that unlocks my room 34 English Annex. My home away from home. And this ends my daily commute series, morning commute for October 13th, 2016. Oh, not bad. Thank you. You've been listening to Paths Traveled, a podcast project recording tours of Buckhannon, West Virginia. Our intro music is by Kevin McLeod, and you can find more of these audio tours at iTunes under Paths Traveled.